Welcome to Soul of Wit, a brief interview series with Nebraska Shakespeare artists. Hello. Hello. I'm so glad that you are um, part of this interview series. Who are you? <laughs> uh, my name is Henry Reagan. Hi, Henry. What are you doing with us this fall? I'm an actor. I'm playing Desdemonin in Othello. Uh, this is your second time with us. That's right. What else have you done? I was here this summer, and I played Horatio in Hamlet on the Green. Delightful. Yeah. Now you get to do some indoor work. Yeah. Uh, some outdoor work, smaller exactly. scale. But, um, less sweaty. Less, well, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> we'll see. wait, wait. So you do a load in and a show and a workshop and a load out, and then a load in and a show and a workshop and a load out. It may be equally sweaty to on the green. Okay, so you know five things, so I won't yes. give you the rundown. We'll start easy with an introduction. Five things that we need to know about you before we listen to this interview. Uh, I am a 25-year-old man. <laughs> One. I uh, am from, I was raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. Two. Uh, I, ha I play tennis. Um, I have a dog named Cello. She's a poodle, mm. black poodle. Oh my, yes. uh, and I love Omaha. Nice. Five things. Five, five things, things, five, five, things, things, five, things, five things. things, five things. Excellent. So you have a puppy. Have Does a this puppy. puppy live with you? Does it travel no, with you? No, it's my parents' dog. It's your parents' dog. How yeah. long have you had this dog? Is this like the childhood dog? No, no. She's okay. like three. Oh, okay. But she was born on Halloween. Hey. Yeah. That, how do you know when she was born? Like, did you get her from like a litter? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you had her when she was like palm-sized. This tiny little black <laughs> poodle, yeah. And they, the, all the litter was all, they were black poodles and they all mm -hmm. were born on Halloween, obviously. Of so they all had like Halloween names, like there was like Raven and like <laughs> Nighttime. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, so you say that you love Omaha. This was actually one of my questions, so I'm just going to move it up to the top. Great. Five reasons you are excited to return to Omaha. Number one, Brugger's Bagels. <laughs> one. <laughs> um, number two, uh, I, lo I really like the people of Nebraska Shakespeare, and it's fun to see my friends from the green. Two. Uh, I am excited about the concept of Othello, which is uh, you know me playing Desdemona, which I normally would never get to do. Three. Uh, I like the Midwest quite a bit. I love the sprawling wide streets. I like to drive around and see all the stuff. Four. Uh, and having gone to high school in Northern Virginia, uh, traffic is crazy, and I was happy that Omaha would have less traffic, but then I saw all the construction, and of course, <laughs> uh, realized that the traffic's pretty bad here. Yes. Too. Five. Five things. Five, five things, things, five things, things, five, five things. things. Brugger's Bagels. Number why, one. Why Brugger's Bagels? It's the best. <laughs> what about a Brugger's Bagel? I, I, we should get sponsored by have Brugger's you Bagels. I have, yes. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> I mean, but it's just, they're just, ba I mean, they're, they're good bagels, bagels right. but like what makes a bagel like better than like another bagel? Like what is, what is better about Brugger's than like Panera? Yeah, right. Um, well, I don't know exactly what it is, but there's something so, it's just like the perfect place. Like when I go in there, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just like, I, when I was growing up in Las Vegas, we mm -hmm. lived very close to an Einstein's bagels. Yeah. So we always used to walk there mm -hmm. on Saturday mornings. Yes. Um, and it has the same basic feel. So it's like a little, it's nostalgic. It's very, it's nostalgic nice. for sure. Um, you're playing Desdemona as Desdemonin, yes. as a male character. Right. Um, talk to me a little bit about your very first thoughts when 
that offer was made to you? Because I know we had a little bit of like email correspondence of like, um, what does this mean? And like, yeah. so talk to, talk to me a little bit about your initial um, excitement and also maybe a couple of the challenges that you knew that that was gonna bring to you. To you. Yeah, well, um, the very first thing, I got the email from Wesley mm -hmm. and it said, hey Henry, thanks for your addition. We'd like to offer you these roles. Mm -hmm. uh, Horatio on ha in Hamlet and Desdemona in Othello. Mm -hmm. And my immediate thought was, have I received the wrong, the wrong email letter? <laughs> because, you know, of course, I've seen a lot of Horatios mm -hmm. played by women. Of course. And so I was oh, like, this must have gone to the wrong person. So I went up and I checked and made sure it said Mr. Reagan. Right. The other, my other thought was like, did it say like Miss Reagan? Right. And there was some like Do they think gender miscommunication yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um, yes. in the room. Yes. <laughs> so once I saw that that was all right, um, I was like, okay, so this is real. Mm -hmm. um, so initially I was like, amazing. With that though, mm -hmm. I mean, it's obviously really daunting. Right. Um, and there's this like, I don't know, there's this element of like, you know, Desdemona is like so, she's like so powerful yeah. in her, um, like her love is so powerful, mm -hmm. but she, she goes about it by like giving the, giving others the, the feeling that they're in control. Mm -hmm. um, and so my initial, my, my worry is that like, I don't want to turn this into like some stereotype of mm -hmm. me playing like a type, like, you totally. know. Uh, rehearse, repair, repeat. Name five ways that you repair after a tough rehearsal. Ice cream. One. <laughs> um, tennis. Two. I uh, will listen to a podcast. Three. Uh, I'll, a lot of times it's just going back to the script. Four. Uh, hang out with people. Nice. Five things. Five, five things, five things, five things, five things. Tennis. Is this something to like physically exerting to like get out some frustrations? Yeah. You yeah. mentioned tennis in your introduction too. How long have you played tennis? Since I was in high school. Are you any good? <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I played in high school and then I've been sort of playing like once a month for the mm -hmm. past um, while. But I think I find tennis like really helpful because mm -hmm. um, acting and tennis are kind of similar mm -hmm. because you're sort of like, it can feel like you're on your own out there. Mm -hmm. um, but the whole thing is to like, you know, this is kind of heady, but like surrender yourself to the experience of like playing the game. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with acting. Yeah, and it so, moves so quickly. Like it's, it's exactly. hard to like plan anything. You just have to go based on instinct. Right. And mm -hmm. the fact of tennis is like the ball is right there. Um, and you, that's what you can focus on. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you just like follow your instincts. And acting doesn't have that same benefit. There, you don't know where the ball is. Right, yes. So you don't know yeah. what to swing your racket at. Oh, that's so, interesting. I like that metaphor. So I find, did you know The Inner Game of Tennis, the book? Uh, Sam mentioned it in yeah. his interview last week. He loves that book too. Mm. Yeah, um, but anyway, so if I'm feeling like bad in rehearsal, mm -hmm. which will sometimes happen, of sure. course, um, it's, it's a nice feeling to then go play tennis is there's sort of like a taking back control mm. of That's really cool. my mind when I feel like I'm like distracted or you yeah. know. You mentioned ice cream. Yes. I'm assuming you've been to Coneflower. Of course. Of course. Uh, what's your favorite, like your go-to flavor of ice cream? At Coneflower? 
in in the world. In the world, okay, because it's two different answers. Okay. Um, in the world, I just go for chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. Usually. Okay. But coneflower, coneflower. because they have the benefit of having the most Amazing beautiful flavors. flavors. Oh my God, yes. I had this the lemon crumble, the granny. Oh, the the mini gra grandma minis lemon <laughs> bar one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Katie loves that one too. Yeah, she mentioned it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so good. That one's good. And then the uh, golden milk. I oh think. yes, the golden milk. It's so good. I don't know. I can't even describe that flavor. It's turmeric. So oh, is got, that what it is? Uh huh. And golden milk is like a it's like a spice drink. So it's kind of like chai if chai was made with turmeric. So it's got like cinnamon and ginger and clove, mm. and then it's made with coconut milk. Oh, it's so good. Although I did have in Japan, I don't know if you know this, but mm. they have milk flavored ice cream. Milk flavored <laughs> ice cream? Yeah. Does it just taste like milk? Well, is yeah, it sweet? And it's sweet. It's sweet. It's okay. like condensed milk. Okay. Is the taste? Because isn't all ice cream milk flavored? Well, ice cream? right. <laughs> um, and they have like this milk flavored ice cream with red beans. You know, the, the like, sugary. Oh yeah, like the candied ones. Yeah. Mm. And that is so good to yeah, have that, that really those good. two together. Okay, so you mentioned uh, cone flour, so we're going to go into the next one. Great. Five snacks you wish I would have provided for this interview. Uh, my first thought was Ritz Bits. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, uh, donuts from Krispy Kreme. Two. Um, uh, of course, little uh, servings of every flavor of cone flour. Three. Um, Nutter Butters. Four. Oreo cookies. Five. Five things. Five things. Five things. Five things. Five things. So, so like, are you a, more of a packaged, like, convenience food person, or are you more of like a make it at home type of person? I tend to be a convenience person. A convenience. Mm -hmm. But that this summer, oh, this is another thing I should have said when I said why I'm excited to go back to Omaha. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, the farmers market. I love yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is happening right now. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, and there's like the guy, the mushroom guy. You know. <laughs> Did you buy the mushrooms from the mushroom guy? Yeah. I'm scared of those mushrooms. Really? They're, oh, because of they how just, they look. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know what I would do with them. Do you, do you I just like, stir saute them? them? Yeah, yeah, saute them. Huh. Yeah. So, so I got really into doing that. Like mm -hmm. I would get the mushrooms, I chop them up. I got into radishes this summer. I do like a good radish. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I'd never had them before. Mm -hmm. They're so good. They're and so good. And I put them with carrots, because um, mm -hmm. you got the sweetness of the yes. carrots mixed with the bitterness mm -hmm. of the radish. Um, and then the mushrooms, I just like the texture and yeah. the flavor is good. So um, Omaha is making you a healthier person. It had that effect, yeah. Nice. It, but I then like I that. came here this fall and now I've just eaten like... And now we're going to go to Vala's with the pie <laughs> barn and you're going to get donuts at every school and it's all going to, yes, it's it all, all going to go downhill. downhill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Next question. Five books that has changed you as an artist. The Inner Game of Tennis. One. Ulysses. Two. Uh... <laughs> um, I have to say that book, that children's book, where you open it up and like there's little houses inside. House it's, children's uh, book. House children's book. Three. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, the um, how about Angels in America? Great. Uh, and ultimately, uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Talk to me about this pop-up book where there are little houses. <laughs> that's pretty what? much it. <laughs> that's okay, yeah. Um, that's, yeah it, it, it was a great book when I was a kid. Uh -huh. um, I loved it because you open up the book and you've got these 
uh, townhouses. Mm -hmm. The first image is like all of these townhouses. Um, and then it's like, what's happening in the neighborhood? And you turn the page and it's like, and it shows the house, mm -hmm. uh, like the first row house. And it's like, uh, and you know, it's like a little rhyme scheme, like grandma, blah, 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 does this and this and this. And then you open like just the inside of the house. So there's like a little page within the page. Nice. And then you see the interior of the house with all the floors. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a little dollhouse, but, um, two dimensional. I like that. Talk to me about the inner life of tennis. Because Sam also mentioned it. What is this book? It was made, it was written by this guy who, like, so this Harvard guy um, who was a tennis teacher mm -hmm. in California for a while, um, who just, he was, you know, just teaching lessons all day. That's how he made his money. Mm -hmm. um, and he started to notice that, like, you know, this kind of paradoxical thing about learning, which is, like, if you try do something you don't you can't do it right you know it's only when you're not trying mm. that the learning really happens yeah you know like yep. if you would tell someone exactly the mechanics to execute a forehand correctly right they would screw it up i assume a forehand is some sort of tennis move yeah great it's just a <laughs> swatting great. the ball with the forehand. okay yeah. okay um whereas if you would say like for example one of the really interesting things we was like okay you're a um professional actor mm -hmm. and you're in a movie where your person plays tennis mm -hmm. like you don't have to be good at tennis because right. we're only we've only got the front shot of the camera on right. you yeah so like where the ball goes doesn't, doesn't matter. matter all you have to do is look like you're a professional tennis player right and he found when he when people were focusing on like just looking like they were doing it right they were doing it right, they were doing it right because mm. they didn't care about where the ball was going of course you know oh that's interesting Thank you so much for doing this interview. I just heard Katie Becker Cologne in the hallway. We are back in the CEC, uh, and we're doing um, some workshop training, and I think it's probably time for us to get to it. Great. So thank you so much for joining me.